Hey guys, welcome to Big Church Online. We are so excited that you've joined us today. If you're looking for any sermons or words of encouragement, you've come to the right place. While you're here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. That way you can stay up to date and help others find it as well. Now, let's get this week's sermon in progress. Merry Christmas! Oh wait, that was last week. <laughs> Happy New Year! It seems like when you miss one Sunday when you're a pastor, you feel like you're gone for like six months or something. It's true. So. It's true. You guys, th- hasn't this been the busiest, craziest Christmas season ever? Oh, just me. Okay. A couple of you. Um, and you know what? For me, it could have been very stressful. But I believe because we have been focusing on this Advent series of hope and peace and joy and now today love, I have been able to keep it in stride. Now, the first week after Pastor Rich preached about peace, I was still struggling on the Gene Snyder, but thank the Lord, he taught me. Uh, but you guys, I don't know about you. Oh, what do you want to say? He is working miracles in her own Gene Snyder. Yeah. It's true. It really is true. And I believe the Lord did something in me. I'm serious. I'm not trying to be funny. Um, I felt more peace. I've had more hope in a hopeless world. And I've had joy. I've laughed. Those corny dad jokes that Pastor Rich tells all the time, I caught myself laughing at them. (laughs) They're funny. Sorry. They aren't funny, but um, they were this Christmas season. Uh, But today, you guys, we're going to experience love. We're going to encounter love, and we're all going to be challenged to love greater. So I want to challenge us all to carry Advent not just through the Christmas season, but let's carry it throughout this entire year. Let's remember hope and peace and joy and love. Can we pray before we get into the heart of the message? Father, we come to you today thanking you that you gave your best gift, your only son, so that we could have salvation and live an eternal life in heaven, in paradise. Lord, today, we just ask that you um, offend our hearts so that you can change our lives, so that we can love at greater depth, so that we can love people right where they're at and let you handle the rest. You're good like that. And we ask, Lord, that you bless everybody here and you bless this message and let us carry it with us today and forevermore in Jesus name. Christmas is about getting gifts, right? Is it about giving gifts? What do you like to do better? Do you like to give them or receive them? Oh yeah, me too. Receive. (laughs) Unless they're green in an envelope that we're good that way. But, uh, you know, if you ask people about, you know, what kind of gifts that they would get, and they're going to bring these long lists out. I mean, she did this this year, and we decided cash is king for next year. Uh, but you bring lists out, and people just start listing stuff. What do you want? And nowadays, it's a, not a $50 phone, but a $1,500 iPhone. And they want the newest gaming system and the next technology out there. And what about these, what, these commercials? You see that uh, there, there's a Lexus wrapped in a bow. I'd be like, girl, you better take that car back. <laughs> but I mean, you know, when you start thinking about what gifts are, but we're going to talk about today the greatest Christmas during this season, the greatest and the ultimate, ultimate gift. Hmm. 
easy for me to say. That was given, that was love. But people didn't realize that this gift had even been given. Why? Because it wasn't wrapped in the right kind of package. Mm. You know, so many times we, we want to see what God is doing in our lives, but, but he tries to do it, but it's not wrapped the way that we want it to be oh, wrapped in. On. So they, they kind of overlooked that this gift was given to the world. I'm, I'm talking about the greatest gift ever is Jesus. But it wasn't beautiful. It wasn't shiny. It wasn't fast. It wasn't popular. It was wrapped in humanity. It didn't look like it was supposed to look. But John 3.16 says, if you don't have any other verse to memorize, this is a great one to memorize. For God so loved the world that he gave, his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved that he gave. God so loved us that he gave us a gift. You know, he wasn't doing that for himself. He did it for humanity. He gave us his only son, his best, the ultimate gift, and Jesus is love. Heidi Baker says, love looks like something. It's easy to say the words, right? We can all go around, I love you, I love you, I love you. Words are easy, but putting action behind the words is hard. I was talking to someone last week, and um, he was telling me that he had stopped his side business because he found himself working all day and then working his side business in the evening, and he was giving his best to his work and coming home with the leftovers for his family. And he said, I got a heart check, and I had to put my priorities in order. Love looks like something, and he chose love. That's love in action. And as you saw a couple weeks ago, the last time we were together, we had my son Colby home, and he came to church with us, and he was at my house for three days. Um, and here's the deal. Colby lives in Dallas, Texas. He comes home one time a year. So I get to see him for that duration of time. And so for me, love to me was stopping my life so that I could pour into his. What does love look like to you? I never wanna be a wife, a mom, a pastor, a friend, anybody that doesn't show what my words say. The Bible says in John 1, 14, so the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Jesus showed us love when he accepted the mission to come and die for whosoever would believe. And listen, he's no respecter of persons. He's no respecter of race, age, or sex. You all sitting in this room are the whosoevers. He came for you. Uh, there was an old, old country song we used to sing. When, I was, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. And when he came down as a, oh, I'm gonna get ahead of myself. He left heaven for us. And when we sing Emmanuel, you know, he became Emmanuel, which means God with us. And you might ask, why would the extraordinary, why would this gift come and be ordinary? Well, Hebrews 4.15 says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot, listen, this is for someone during the holiday seasons right now. 
For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He came, the extraordinary came, so he could relate to us. Can I just tell you, Jesus was cold. Can I get an amen? He came as a human. He was hungry. It said he fasted 40 days. I can't even make it four hours most of the time. But he, fat, I mean, he was cold. He was hungry. He was tired. He was tempted. And he felt pain. Anything that you're going through, Jesus felt that. Whatever you're going through, no matter how, what it looks like, no matter if you think no one knows about it, maybe you're struggling with something in, in your home and you just go into that bedroom and you lock yourself away and you think nobody knows. Listen, there is someone who sticks closer than a brother. Jesus knows where you're at, what you're doing all the time, so just be with him. God intervened and he brought us the greatest gift ever through Jesus. Had it not been for this gift, we couldn't have an Advent season because we wouldn't know what hope is. We wouldn't know what uh, peace is. We wouldn't know what joy is. Joy is laughter, right? Did we laugh a little bit a couple weeks ago? Feels like a month ago. But we would be lost. Listen, God intervened then, and he's intervening now. That gift of love, this is the good part of it. It was given freely with no strings attached. You ever get a gift that had a string attached to it? Okay, well, I'll give you this, but no, no strings attached. Here's the good thing. There's no batteries needed, and this gift will never go out of style. It'll never be outdated like the phone you have. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because of the gift of salvation, he offered salvation. Matthew 12, 1 says, For she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Good tidings of great joy was because Jesus came to save us from our sins. Yes. Philippians 2, 7 says, He made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. 1 John 4, 10 says, This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. So what can we do this Christmas and this new year to love better? Ask yourself that question. Jesus tells us in Matthew 22 that we're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. But he goes on to say, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the hard one. And I don't think it's hard to love our neighbor. It's hard to love ourselves. And when we don't love ourselves, we can't love other people well. You may be asking yourself, how do I love when I've been hurt so bad? Anybody? <laughs> how can I turn the other cheek? How do I love when I've been hurt? We love like Jesus. They whipped him with a cat of nine tails till his back was shreds. Blood was oozing out. They spit in his face and they killed him in the most brutal way. But his response when he was up on that cross was, Father, forgive them for they know what, not what they do. And what if we own that? Instead of getting our feelings hurt, instead of getting angry, go, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They have no idea. So would you encounter them today? That is reckless love. 
reckless love tears down barriers. There's no shadow he won't light up. No mountain he won't climb up. Coming after us. His love chases us down. He fights till we're found. Reckless love reaches out above disagreements, above hurt. God's love is hard to wrap our minds around, but think about being a parent. You may not agree with what your kids are doing, but your love never stops. You love them right where they're at. And I want to leave you guys today with this scripture. It's Romans 8, verse 38. And I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. So if you are here today and you've never accepted that love, we're gonna ask you to accept this altar call and have a real encounter with love. If you've been struggling to forgive and love again, I would love for you to make your way to the altar and give it all to him so you can walk into this new year with a newfound love. Thank you for joining us today. If you're looking for more information or resources, you can visit mybigchurch.com or follow us on social media at mybigchurch. We love you guys. See you soon.